the 98th episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the chicken noodle to my soup, Brandon Gross. Are you sick? Do you have a little cold? I don't. I don't, baby Brandon, but thanks for checking in. <laughs> I, uh, I am making chicken noodle soup today, and it's been a little while since I've uh, directly referenced whatever it is that I'm making for dinner or lunch, mm-hmm. but you know. From scratch, you're not doing Campbell's or Progresso, right? No, yeah, I meal prep by just pouring five Progresso soup cans into one bowl <laughs> and then portioning it out individually. Yeah, no, it's a it's a very easy one. You know, it's just some veggies, a little better than bouillon, some water, some chicken legs that were on sale, and you know, listen, then you're golden, baby. When you're feeling ill, do you do wonton soup or do you do chicken noodle soup? Chicken noodle, or other soup? chicken noodle, probably. I do like a tomato and grilled cheese, but sometimes that's a bit much on the. That's not. That's not. That's not sick soup, though. Honestly, what I've been doing within the last couple uh, couple of years that I've been sick is I'll just order DoorDash. <laughs> I'm just lazy. I don't feel like dealing with anything. Yeah. Uh, maybe, you're like, I'll have a whole pizza. Maybe some pho. Pho's great. Pho's pho good or ramen. Um, yeah. That's that's really about it. Or, yeah, just, you know, canned soup. We normally have something lying around. I'll, I'm really not a picky eater when I'm sick. What about yourself? Uh, I'm a wonton king. You I'm not are. a big soup guy in general. Interesting. Though. Not a big soup guy in general. Interesting. Um, but I don't really love chicken noodle soup. Wow. Controversial. Honestly, you know, I don't love matzo ball soup either, going to be honest. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. what, was it? What, what is your favorite soup if you had to pick a favorite soup, though? I like wonton, okay. and this is not... And also not for sickness, because this would make you throw up, but uh, a lobster bisque oh, or a crab dude, bisque. I was just about to say, uh, or a New England clam chowder, like a white New England clam chowder. Yeah. That's the good Dude, stuff. Imag- imagine being full of mucus and then <laughs> having <laughs> having bisque or clam chowder. Yeah, uh, I'll, have, I'll warm up uh, three cups of milk and then I'll yeah. pour some heavy cream into it and then some shellfish, I call it a day. Yeah, that wouldn't work out very well. That wouldn't work out very well. That was, I have like such a distinct memory of having uh like New England clam chowder for the first time. My parents and I were going on a long distance flight and I don't know why, but my dad ordered a bowl of New England clam chowder soup at the airport and gave, and it was, and I was like, this is crack. This is the best thing I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> and I just, it's funny. Cause it was airport. seafood. that's what uh, I'm saying. Uh, I know clam chowder. this would have been the, were you guys in Boston or something? Wait, where was maybe this? Maybe we had a layover. Maybe we were flying somewhere else and had a layover. I was probably like in first grade. So my memory of this isn't, isn't mm-hmm. really much more than me being like, what is this? I want this breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I like how that's a core memory for you. <laughs> I don't know why. It really is, though. It really is. I uh, there, I guess that's the way with a lot of food, though. You know, I like little kids are obsessed with fettuccine alfredo. Kids just love cream-based foods, I guess. Salted mm-hmm. cream. Do you think your dad would remember this story, too, or is this not a core memory for He's going to hear this, and we'll have no recollection of this. I'm, I'm, pretty, gotcha. I'm pretty sure. Maybe he does. Hey, Dad, write into the show if you do. But He actually doesn't remember your, your college or high school graduation. <laughs> he just remembers this moment. He just remembers that I podcasted. I have podcasted, and I will forever podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about you? Do you have any like core core memories related to food? Food, food-related core memories. I'm putting you oh on my the spot god, a I'm bit. sure I do. I do have one that is a negative one. Okay, which is I remember. Uh, it's honestly going to make me gag now, oh, but it's no. like there. Do you remember the little like bagel bites that had little meatballs on them, like the sausage bagel bites kind of thing, or were they literal? Yeah, meatballs? but there was like little meatballs. I remember. Maybe they were sausage. Maybe I, I mean I, I can imagine this food. I had my so fair share. I remember having that and just feeling so sick. And now it's one of those things where I associate those. Uh, yeah. And I think I threw up after, yeah. but it's just like the thought of those bagel bites still to this day, which is probably a good at minimum 20 years ago, <laughs> still makes me feel a little 
queasy. That's so funny. Is the thought of the sausage or meatball bagel. That was, I had a similar thing where uh, I wasn't the one who got sick, but we were hanging out with my cousins. I was probably a very young kid and it was just like all the kids eating at a table and they made us eat cooked spinach. And I was like, I know the rep. I I think I didn't like it because I knew its reputation, but I had never really been exposed to it directly myself. So I gave it a try and then my cousin ate some and then immediately threw up all over the floor and I was like, I'm never eating this shit again. (laughs) 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 This is poison. I'm never touch of this and i didn't have like you know like sauteed cooked wilted spinach for years and years and years after that you know what you would have liked cream spinach because as we'd established kids like the cream they love, they love salted cream baby who can blame them who can blame them i've got some cream in my uh in my refrigerator now i made biscuits and gravy for miranda and i uh, last weekend as like a little oh. as a little breakfast treat did you do it with sausage? I did it with sausage, fried up some sausage, then made a little roux, poured some milk in there, made a little gravy, you know. We're cooking. Wow, I, we're cooking. I, I didn't know you were a B&G guy. I fucked it up biscuits bad. Biscuits and gravy. I, okay, because I doubled the flour content for the biscuits because I was making it for two and then I didn't double mm. anything else. So, you know, not, not my best work, but I was like, <laughs> this dough's very dry. It was dry because it had half of the wet ingredients it should have. Hey, we're learning still. You know? Hey, listen, you ever stop learning, Brandon? Speaking of learning, I told you this yesterday, but I've been really practicing my Spanish lately. I know. Yeah. What, what's the name of the program that you're I'm using? I'm doing again? Dreaming Spanish. I was doing Duolingo for a few weeks, and I, I hit my 14 day streak today, so I'll still check in on it. But I, I watched. I just remember Duolingo just being every week Tortuga. Tortuga. Just, they were obsessed with the turtle. They, that's very funny. They've thrown a lot of it, like repeat words. It's definitely better than the last time I used it. I tried it in earnest. Probably like in 2015 when I went went on my like European vacay, I tried to like learn some stuff before I left Um, and it was fine, but it's much more like it follows the mobile app uh, construction of being like bright lights and phone vibrating and making sounds and really making your brain get like hits of dopamine every time you do something. Um, Mm -hmm. And that that was pretty uh, that was pretty enticing for a while. But I've moved on to this dreaming Spanish where I, I don't remember if I explained it in detail to you yesterday, but it's the idea of just watching videos in elementary Spanish and then slowly picking up on vocabulary and grammar by being exposed to it directly. And it's been, you know, it's been interesting. I think I got to give it like a full year before I figure out if it works and who knows if my hyperfixation will last that long, but what are these videos? Are these like training videos or are these like you're watching like uh, Spanish soap operas? No, it's like, uh, it's one, it's almost like YouTube style, like guy or woman talking to the camera about one subject in particular. Like they're either playing a game or they're talking about their favorite places they've traveled or they're talking about like, the foods or how to do this, you know, that kind of stuff. It's more like, it's probably like five to 10 minute video clips. So they're sort of like, um, they're a little cheesy, cheesy. Videos, Definitely. Cheesy. These are, these are like little kid level content. Like they are. And, but what I mean by that is like, it is the most elementary introductory. Gotcha. Like vocabulary. Like I have a base knowledge of it just from like taking it in high school and college. So I, I, I can understand most of it, but um, it apparently works itself up. So when you get to like the intermediate, it actually becomes like relatively engaging and interesting content. But right now it's just like sock puppet, sock puppet making a cake. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how to say I had cooked spinach and threw up in Spanish? So now we're going past tense and we're, we're past. Yeah, I know comer, oh. no, comer's, no, concierge, yeah, concierge to cook. Con- What's spinach in Spanish? Let's look it up. I'm on it right now. I need to be this, the resident Spanish. Uh, we do. We almost certainly have uh, Spanish-speaking uh, Espanisa. Espinaca? Hold on. Espinaca. Okay. There we go. Espinaca. Espinaca. Um, and then all of our uh, all of our Spanish-speaking listeners right now are pulling their hair out as 
two, yes. two of the whitest guys ever invented are trying. What to if it's present tense? I'm eating espinaca. So the yo soy comiendo espinaca, I believe. Let me look that up. Yo soy. E throwing up. <laughs> and tossing. Uh, yo, hold on. You're making me really go, my Google. I am eating spinach in Spanish. My Google is so used to me looking this stuff up now because it's constantly what I'm Googling. Uh, they're like, here he goes. Estoy comiendo espinacas. Okay. I said Estoy yo soy, Estoy comiendo espinacas. Espinaca. E, e and, throwing up. Okay, hold on. I can, I can add that real fast. I don't know what Google's uh, Google's like throwing us. So, you know, sometimes, sometimes they'll like exclude words or phrases. Oh, vomitando. <laughs> e, vomitando. E, vomitando. So my cousin... I am... Okay, so what's the full full phrase? Uh, here? Estoy comiendo espinaca y va, vomitando, <laughs> which explain honestly. Uh, that's my cousin exclaimed that after the spinach came up, but I just <laughs> now figured out what he was saying. So <laughs> the only time sense. he spoke Spanish, I don't know how he just came po- how it came a out. Man of possessed. Him. He he is my only cousin that speaks fluently in another language in it now, and it's French. He's like a a doctor okay. has a doctorate in physics and can speak French. I mean, now so. you got to text him and ask him how. I'll let him know. He should be. He- what if out of out of the blue you text him and go, "Yo, do you remember when you threw up? How did you say that in French?" <laughs> I wonder if he would. Uh, we're talking about what my dad remember the New England clam chowder incident of like 1997. Would my cousin remember the? The spinach incident of like 1999. I don't know. Who's to say? Mm. Maybe younger than that. Honestly, it's probably switch switch. You do the classic switch yeah. switch, 97 to 99 and 99 to 97. But right. um, I'm trying to think of other core food memories. I have one where I threw up. I had my parents never really got Taco Bell, but they got we got Taco Bell once for the, I think it was the Patriots Rams Super Bowl that we were watching at our house. And I ate too much and just threw up all over the ground. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it was Patriots Rams, you said? I think so. You remember that one? Oh, yeah. Old. yeah that's cr- yeah. Is that that's Tom Brady's first one? That might have even been Drew Bledsoe Patriots. I don't know. Oh, yeah, wow. It might have even okay. been older than that. Um, but it was the greatest show on turf. Yeah, like Isaac Bruce and Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk. Mm. I was blanking on the running back. You remember Marshall Falk? He yeah. was on the cover I of Madden. I do remember do I remember Marshall this guy Falk? Remember Who the Marshall, hell? Marshall Falk. Wait, was Kurt Warner the quarterback? Then? Kurt Warner, Warner, Kurt, Kurt Warner, Kurt was. Warner. You remember Kurt Warner? Did they make a movie based on his life about like dropping out of the NFL, being a cashier, and then coming back in? Doesn't that sound familiar? Yeah, I think Zach Levi yes. played him. Right? Yeah, I think that's my Terrible. one of my least favorite celebrities now. Is Zach Levi? Terrible. Yeah, he's just done all the promotion he did for the Shazam movies, where he thought he was the funniest man in the world, was very cringe to me, and I just. I couldn't and get then past he that. was saying problematic things, if I remember, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't even. I, I don't mean, remember what. I don't remember what specifically, things. but yeah, even if he did it, but he bad probably things. did. He probably thinks it if he didn't yeah. say it. Yeah, that's true. His face tells me he thinks it. <laughs> I used to love him on that show, Chuck. Do you remember that show, Chuck? I do. Yeah, that was. I just remember favorite. he was in um, Miss Maisel, and oh. uh, and he played a big, tall Jewish doctor. <laughs> Just because his last name's Levi, come on, people, clean it up. <laughs> that reminds me of um, uh, the Between Two Ferns joke that I was watching a compilation on TikTok the other day, and Zach Galifianakis is, asks Paul Rudd, he's like, "Do you do you yeah. hope that you one day inspire other actors to hide their Jewishness as well as you do, or something like that?" Cracked me. Oh up. yeah, and then he says. Um, uh, you're not a practicing Jew. And he's like, no, I've mastered it or something. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a good it's comeback. Good. Um, it's very what's good. What's up with you? Anything new going on? I've heard some, there's been some softball updates. Uh, we should, we need a theme song for the we softball do, updates. Because yes. now it's becoming every time we, we record. So well, stop improving. Stop is, improving. Big news. 
as as Sam tipped the hand, is that we are now in bum 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 We're in B division. I love that. We got to get the. We got to. If we're stealing NFL themes, we need to get Carrie yeah. Underwood to sing "Waiting All Day" for a softball update. For, yes, <laughs> <laughs> and we need the the fox robot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what noise. What noise well, is he it? He had make? a name. It's sort too. of. Like, I forget what his name was. But anyways, your group B, dude. Congratulations, yeah. you've hit the big time. Yeah, we're in in uh, B division, and if you're just catching up on the softball updates at one point when Sam was still living in LA we were on the team G division yeah, G. that's right below F G for geriatrics because that's who we were playing yeah but now we're playing B for brawny men B for bros bros or just no, bros, bros. That's probably better. bros and broads um is broad yeah is broad's a good. bad word that kind of sounds very shouldn't say yeah 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 hey you got a nice bro I guess like Frank Sinatra would say it in songs so I don't know if that's a, and yeah, an he's, endorsement yeah he's never not, said anything but, bad I'm sure no <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we're in B division now. I'm scared. Yeah. I did get my first nice hit of the season and, uh, this last game. Oh, I nice. I went to the batting cage before. Okay. Nice line drive up the middle. Love this. Was it, it was, was it extra and, bases or was it just a hard hit single? Find the glove? You know, if the runner in front of me was a slow, uh, I think I probably could have made it, you know, but it's okay. I, it was a sing, an RBI single and I swear, to, I swear two. I drove two runs in, but they only marked one because we're keeping stats I've now. Also, this. I have a full, I have a full stat line for the. Team. I love that. I've, I'm so jealous. I, of that. I won't share my stats because they're not good because I had a rough start to the <laughs> <Yeah>. season. <laughs> um, What's like a good? What is like an average batting average in softball? So it looks like for our like solid players, it looks like they're batting around like 700. Wow. Okay. I assumed it would yeah. be much different. I didn't, Seven. I didn't think it would be that different though. That's pretty drastic. Yeah. Like our. Our uh, best player is just hitting a thousand. Wow, she, she gets a hit every time. Seriously, she's up to bat. yeah, thousand, and then we have eight fifty-seven, seven seventy-eight, seven twenty-seven, seven hundred. We have a couple six hundreds, some five hundreds, couple zeros. Yeah, not me, yeah. but well, famously, um, you got two RBIs. That's true. That is true. We need slugging percentages, um, yeah. OPS plus. Let's really bust out the the next wave of, of statistics for your softball league. I don't even know how you would begin to calculate. Oh, that. dude, I have those. You have them. You have slugging percentage and everything. Yeah, oh my I God. did. No, I did full. I did. We have average slugging on base percentage and OPS. That's awesome. Oh my god, is it is the average indicative of the OPS? Like, are people who hit well on average or are they also like slugging well, getting on base? Yeah. So, so our our slugging isn't great. We don't have that much power on the team, okay. but I will say. Our uh, our female player who has a thousand average, her OPS is two point three three three. Oh my god, she's the Babe Ruth yeah. of, of B yeah. softball. Freakish, freakish. That's you know, her that's insane. my OPS might be point five three three. I'm just throwing that. Out it there. might be point five three three. It might Who's be, the, dude. I don't know. You're the you're the Joey Wendell of of Group B softball. <laughs> <laughs> but you got good defense, uh, Brandon. Don't sell yourself short. Hey, I got good defense, and my own base percentage is moving up. It's moving up, but you can only go up from there. Five thirty-three. It's, it's. I wonder what mine would be. I don't think I would be too far from you, buddy. We're we're. we're there's a reason why we no, talk. No, yours play. would be good. You have some power. You got some pop. I can occasionally get a hold of one, but uh, but yeah. not too often. Not too often. Um, damn, Brandon. I'm trying to think what else has been happening since we we last spoke. We were gonna. So I, I'm. Huh? What? Huh? I was huh? going to say we were going to re- oh. <laughs> uh, we were gonna record last night, but then we got onto Zoom and both looked at each other and were like, what are we doing? The Phillies are playing right now. Yeah, we would actually be talking about a, a game that would have uh, already happened. It's, a, so. yeah, it's immediately uh, outdated. This is not the evergreen content that we were talking about. 
And guess what? Uh, we could have stayed on because we probably would have predicted what actually fucking happened. You think you would have guessed ten zero? Nah, probably not ten zero. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. But uh, the Diamondbacks not ready for prime time. Not ready. No, listen, it's it's a little reminiscent of the Orioles. Just uh, they made it a step farther. Where hey, you're young, you're up and coming, you're putting the pieces together. Maybe just give it a year or two more before you're really competing with the big boys. Do you think gun to head or the Phillies going to win the World Series? It feels that way right now, right? Like if you look at all the, if you look at obviously the Diamondbacks are not in a very, uh, not in a very good spot. They don't look like they're going to be very competitive. And then you look at the the AL, they're kind of smacking each other back and forth. But nobody's putting up the runs that the Phillies are putting up right now. And it's not like the the AL team's uh, strength there is their foundation is their starting pitching necessarily. So. I don't know. Man. Yeah, I mean, the Rangers, if they continue, I mean, they're up 2 nothing as we record, but it'll be different by the time this is released. Of course, of course. Um, the Rangers can certainly bop, can I would bop. say. They can smack, they can bop. So, so I doink. think they have the best shot of beating the Phillies yeah. this season. Yeah. Um, the Astros, you can't count them out, though. The, those top five are still, like, you know, solid hitters. You got Jordan and Bregman and Altuve. You know, everybody's still smacking the ball a little bit, but I, I agree. The Rangers seem like they have that raw power that you want they also have that evan carter kid that's been kind of taking the league by storm during these playoffs i know did you see the whole thing that he never played in uh in houston before no really and so he, he made that crazy catch yeah. near their little the back left crevice up wall, there yeah. and he like apparently the um uh the long-lasting robbie grossman who's on every world series and playoff team somehow every the year i don't everywhere. know how the man's everywhere he's everywhere um he walked the outfield with with evan and oh, that's smart. And probably felt comfortable making that big play in game one, right? It was game, game one. one. Yeah. Um, doubled up Altuve. Yeah. So listen, if it's Houston Philly again, I'm not, I'm not excited for that rematch. It's not like last year. It was like a fun world series. No, no, you'll, um, you'll be tuning into to the beginning of the NBA season. If that's happening, huh, Brandon? <laughs> Bump, bump, I don't know. What's it? Does NBA have a music? Have they music? don't have like the signature sounds that the, they used to. They used to, but uh, I can't. Do, 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 do. There was a uh, Jason Sudeikis, Tim Robinson SNL sketch. Oh, once. Basketball, yeah, basketball. Right? basketball. Yeah. yeah, that's based on a real yeah. song. But um, I, I can't think of one that's coming to brain. Coming to the brain that from recent though. So if if I if I do, I'll let you know. Uh, someone should contract this man that I'm talking to right now to make a new NBA song. Let me add him. I'll nail it. I'll get the synth rolling what again. Would, what do you think you would do? Not to put you on the spot. What do you think generally? Like, what what would the influence you, be of? Have you seen the Monday Night Football one? Bump bump ba da da. No, which one is they, it? They got some country star I've never heard of to do like a weird slow hype cover of uh, a Phil Collins song. I'm pretty sure. So I think it would be oh, really okay. funny to do uh, a cover of a song that has no business being a hype song for a, for a sporting funny. event. Um, other than that, though, you could go big bombastic like Carrie Underwood's waiting all day for a Sunday night. She also gets yeah. on the drums at the end of that, which is very fun. She, she doesn't play drums. Though. Uh, she looks like she's playing. them. I'm, I'm assuming she's not playing them at her own concerts, but she's back there, you know, smacking the okay. hi-hats, hitting the snares. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then. So you think that, that could be you? Yeah, also it would be fun to come up with the lyrics because there's times where she goes like, it's a fact, Jack, like really funny, <laughs> shitty lyrics in the song. Uh, yeah, so I, I think those would those would be all of my different influences. I think um, just, yeah, I like your idea of like pulling a song that has nothing to do with uh, <laughs> yeah, the sporting event. 
with the sport. Also, like a genre of music that like NBA fans generally wouldn't like, <laughs> like a Garth you know what I mean? Brooks song or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like so make the fo- make the football fan like a dated country song. Yeah, <laughs> yes, uh, way down yonder on the. Well, we could just bring you know? a. Oh, that'd be a good one. We could bring a Creed into it. Creed's taking a resurgence in baseball this year. Oh, because of the Marlins? No, the Rangers. The Rangers have been playing the uh Oh, yes, 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 of course. Game, and then they've been playing it at yes. the stadium and stuff. Very funny. Very funny. We support that. So have you clocked the, um, you know, the Bryson Stott walk-up song? Yes. I know that the, they, everybody sings it, but it's like a it's like a pop song, right? It's like a strange Yes, pop it's a song. pop song. And now that I'm talking about it, I can't I'm remember blanking how it too, goes, dude. But it's every time I hear it, though, I'm like, it's that freaking song, dude. Yeah. I, I Oh. I, you got it? A-O, A-O-K, A-O. That's very uh, yeah. zoomer of him to do. <laughs> yes. Um, do you da, da, prefer... Da, da, da. And also the Phillies have the dancing on my own, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Do you prefer that or do you prefer the Creed of the Rangers? Oh, give me the Creed, baby. That's playing into my nostalgia. My direct... But this is not connected to the Marlins, as we said. No, this not isn't like... A, oh, I was just singing this song to somebody else the other day because they, they made a point of reference. They're like... I hit a double play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that song is that your reference? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marlins will so. Yeah, it's a that's a great song, dude. I'm glad they got Scott Stapp. I'm pretty sure he's a South Florida uh, native. That's why he's uh, yes, that's yeah. why they got him doing it. He's but. like, let's play ball. Have you heard the T Pain Miami Dolphins song? Is that new? No, it's old. It's old. It's uh, you've heard the classic one. I'm sure Oscar and I are saying it to you, where it's like Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. Yes, of course. Uh, I know well, they got T Pain to cover that song, and it is so funny. <laughs> like <laughs> like mid 2000s, late 2000s T Pain, where it's like still very auto tuned, and oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's a great little uh, little time capsule. I think there's a positive correlation between teams that have theme songs that are. Uh, theme songs are like songs to rally behind and they're and them winning. Yes. It's like great. teams that you know what I mean? Like the Bears uh had like their own song in the eighties. The, the shuffle. What the, was it? It was like a dance. The shuffle. Yeah. I forget what that yeah, was. Called. Yeah, yeah. The the Super Bowl yeah, shuffle. Yeah, the Super Bowl shuffle. And then the Mets, the eighty six Mets had the Let's Go Mets Go. Let's go Mets Go? Yeah. No, I'm not familiar with that one. You want to give me a little, oh. give me a little cut? It's like it's like uh, let's I don't know it's like a very eighty sound <laughs> okay, I can't like right, can't. do it justice okay. but it's like them being like let's go Mets go and they're all like zany and like on like <laughs> you great. know drugs that's great um, but it was not by a famous artist there was no team it was just like uh, uh, they got the there. gang together to, to sing the song that's always fun still that's that's what the Super Bowl shuffle was right yeah like they got, they yeah. got the well, team I, to sing yeah it was original song so in the 80s they were going original songs what's your favorite uh uh like artist song this is such a specific question that i just want to say something I, i've got an answer for that i want to make you come up with an answer okay. on the spot. what's your answer what's, to your question the, to what's like a, a, almost like a cameo song where like a, a famous artist will do a song for either like a sporting event or a tv show or anything is anything i'll say mine first and then maybe that'll inspire you yeah yeah um, yeah you go first are you familiar with the michael jackson simpson song I don't think Lisa, so. it's your birthday. Happy like birthday, he, Lisa. <laughs> like he popped up to sing that song. Like there's a character in a Simpsons episode and it, it's like he's a he's a big guy who's not handsome. And then they find out he's got a beautiful voice and they hire him to sing. A, a, uh, Bart hires him to sing Lisa a happy birthday song. And, that's and Michael song. Jackson, and Michael voiced, Jackson it. voiced it and sang it. And it's a very catchy oh, little that's song. Good. Yeah. That was my answer. I, I just wanted to talk about that. So it's, like, so it's it's a musician doing a cameo that is not or one like of the you know Scott Stapp singing like a a hit 
double play. Double play. <laughs> Something along those lines. There's, oh God, there's probably so many that I'm forgetting right now, but um, there's a good one when David Bowie was on Conan and Conan wrote a song. Oh, that's fun. That David Bowie performed and it's about Conan being the best talk show host. <laughs> that's great. Oh, I got to look that yeah. up. I got to look that up. Yeah, that I, think it, I think it popped up on YouTube recently for the first time. Okay. It's really good. Okay, cool. There, uh, you know the band Pup? This might be a double no for yes. you. Okay, pop like the, yeah, yeah. the pop punk kind of band. Yeah, uh, yes, they yes. did. They covered uh, or changed the lyrics to one of their own songs for the Doughboys, which is one of my favorite podcasts. Which is very silly oh wow, yeah, I like that's that. fun. And I was the one to be able to release it on the subreddit, Brandon. I posted on the subreddit about the Doughboys getting a pup treatment. So, what do you think of that? <laughs> I love that. That's great. And were people excited or were people like get off? Reddit? No, people were very excited. The Doughboys subreddit that's is good. alive and well. It's it can be a little. Uh, <laughs> Are you the moderator? I'm not the moderator, but I do check it uh, with some regularity, and the, it it, it can yeah. be a little mean sometimes. But I'm never the sure. one being mean, Brandon. Let me no. Make that you're going, guys, clear. guys, guys. This is a friendly community. Guys, guys, guys. Let's talk about pup, please. Let's talk about pup and Doughboys. You know what's a good one? Uh, Euro trip. Uh, Matt oh, Damon popping up yeah. to doing Scotty Scott, he doesn't, doesn't know. know that yeah that song if you go back and look at him too they got of like earrings and shaved like completely buzzed head like just does, it's almost like unrecognizable as Matt Damon I think he was doing some other movie that would have been and he just like popped over there I think that's the story what would he have been that would have been pre-born the born movies right maybe it was Darren I don't know I, I can't I'm, I'm talking about some ass. Farley Brothers comedy Oh, yeah, he did the uh, Stuck, Stuck on, on You. you yeah, Kinnear. maybe it was around yeah. Stuck on You time. Pitch, would you wear this shirt? Okay. Would you wear this shirt? What is it This say? is an idea that I had with someone recently. Okay. So if you there was a little sketchy drawing of Greg Kinnear, like a little like pencil okay. drawing of Greg yeah. Kinnear, like on like your chest. Okay. Like a caricature kind of thing? Well, yeah, a little okay. caricature. Like a cartoonish? Not too like boardwalk caricature, okay. but just like a little sketchy. Yes. And around it says, hot girls love Greg Kinnear. That's what it says around <laughs> okay. it. And then on the back is like like tour dates. It's his filmography. That, Would you wear that shirt? Uh, not often, but yeah, I'd wear it. Oh, okay. I think you could also okay. you could also do that for like this could be a, a style of shirt. You could like insert any. You could do like I don't know what's another like Steve Buscemi or Jeff Goldblum or you know that mm-hmm. kind of. You could just insert uh, actors and their filmographies, yeah. and you'd be you'd be having a dozen shirts on your hands in no time. Broads love <laughs> Broads love Bruce you'd Willis. You'd wear that one. Yeah, yeah Broads love Bruce Willis. That's good. Um, you'd rock that one. Yes, I would definitely rock that one. Well, it would just be like every Die Hard All movie. Right. Uh, well, I'm canceling the UPS shipment that I sent oh, you that shirt. So. Damn, damn. Uh, Brandon, what do you? Well, we didn't talk about you, though. You think the Phillies are winning the World Series? Brother, it seems like it. It, does, it seems it? like the energies towards that. I mean, objectively... If we take, if we step out of our bodies as Mets and Marlins fan, mm-hmm. respectively, um, they're objectively a fun team. They've been an offensive juggernaut. Zach Wheeler has looked great. Aaron Nola's played pretty Aaron well. Rangers, Rangers Suarez Suarez has been, been pretty, pretty yeah, good. Has been pretty solid. Uh, the bullpen hasn't. Bullpen's been yeah, good. Yeah, it hasn't crumbled. And meanwhile, they're just like absolutely jacking these nasty home runs. <laughs> they're like absolutely yeah. crushing the ball. Bryce Harper. I think you saw the statistic today that Kyle Schwarber are as has as many home runs in uh, October now as Reggie Jackson has. <laughs> The new that Mr. Is October. Disgusting. It's uh, and there are more games. He's playing more games every playoff, which you have to remember. Like there are more. He is having yeah. more at bats than Reggie Jackson did, but still. And also, Trey Turner is having a great 
offensive playoff run too, but no one's talking it's about a great, it because Schwarber and Harper hitting absolutely and Castellanos moves. are hitting bullets. Yeah, I mean Trey had a home run the other day, right? It was if not last night, then two yeah. nights ago. Yeah, um, I think he's hitting like five hundred. Yeah, he's to, having like an he's, offensive resurgence after the standing ovation, Brandon. Let's give it up for the Phillies yeah. fans giving him a standing O and bringing his confidence back in the city in the in the brotherly love city, city of brotherly. You love. gotta you gotta handle hand it. Oof. You gotta hand it. You gotta handle. Yeah, you. Yeah, it sounds you like you gotta hand. I gotta. Hey, I gotta handle my. <laughs> um, I gotta. You gotta hand it to the Phillies fans. They're standing every. Pitch. It's insane. The energy that? at Citizens Bank Park is absolutely buck wild. Absolutely, Buckwell. I didn't see what was going on when they went up ten nothing. Like they may have sat down. I would have sat yeah. down. I think. Yeah, they're I think so that too. Big. I think so too. But they're standing every pitch, and it's like you have to. If you're playing them, Diamondbacks coming up in the next few games, or if when the Phillies make it to the World Series, you have to win in your own home ball. hundred percent. Because you're at a freaking disadvantage. Yes, you might be. You might be shot in the streets as you're leaving if you win that game. These Phillies yeah. fans are going absolutely nuts. You saw Brandon Travis Kelsey and his brother Jason Kelsey were at the Phillies game. What do you have to oh, say about uh, that? Was there a seat open for Taylor? <laughs> yes, and the broadcast only talked about Taylor Swift. Did you hear them say that? So uh, very funny. Very very funny. Um, are you going to go see the Eras Tour movie? No, bro. Are you gonna go see it? No, I'm go. I'm no, but I, I'm going to see freaking Killers at the Flower Moon. Oh, look at the bucket. Yeah, uh, Miranda went, and she honestly a phenomenal stroke of luck. They're as you can imagine, they're swamped, um, and so Miranda's one of the A list holders. So there's a separate line for concessions, and there are for just like the average Joe Joe show. Joe. So one person from the friend group went in the the average line and was getting everybody's concession order so that they could all just Venmo the girl and then they'd all be fine. Miranda went and the other one was like, I can get my own blah, blah, blah. Goes there, gets the signature cup, gets the signature popcorn, gets the Twizzlers. Order comes out to $41 and she realizes that she left her wallet at home and was just like, oh, never mind. I'm so sorry. The guy goes, you can just have it for free. $41 in concessions for free, dude. Do you think if that happened to you, do you think you would have gotten Eat the benefit? Eat shit, buddy. That's the what they would have said to me. <laughs> yeah, I think so, right? Go fuck yourself. That's what I would have gotten. So when we're going to see Saw X, yeah. they're not going to let well, us. We have our limited time Killers of the Flower Moon popcorn bucket. I don't think they're going to be letting us have it. <laughs> um, I did see Saw X, actually. What do you think? Did I tell you that? No. Ha- heinous film. It, like it was poorly made or it was just disgusting? All the above. All the above. I heard this was better I, than the I, last I, handful of them. Who told? I don't know. The I haven't internet? seen the ones before. Okay. I haven't seen the ones okay. before, so I'll say I that. I've seen nine or eight. Wait, you never seen culpa. any of them? Okay. I've seen the first one and I've seen the tenth one now. <laughs> All right. I'm starting to see why. This which is which is which is the order? That's though. true. I mean, this I'm, is a prequel to the other eight or nine yeah. or whatever. That's what I. Heard. Which is insane because him and the original girl that's in it look so much older. Of course. And they they gave the main they gave the main girl her. Her bowl cut haircut wow. from the first oh, one. That's, that's devilish. Um, and damn, you know, it looked strange. Did you did you like the eye trap? Isn't that the one that's on the the poster this time? Barely a part of it. The really? best trap, barely a part. Oh, of it. Oh, wild! I've only seen like I've, YouTube condenses of those movies because I can't watch. That no, kind you of can't. Stuff. It, it, I was not scared at all. I was a little nauseated. Yeah, there out. was. Can I give you one of? The yeah, please. Uh, and hit, smash that fast forward button on the pod if you can't hear nasties. Okay, this is nasty. So uh, they have some sort of like wire that I guess cuts through muscle and bone okay, and stuff. Okay, all right. Don't know if this is real. I guess for surgeons. <laughs> yeah, okay. He explains. He goes, a famous surgeon made this, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so this girl who is involved in the scheme to 
to uh, get money from him for fake cancer treatment. That's the okay. whole. That's because he punishes people, process. but with the traps. He, right? Yeah, so they pun it. He's punishing the group of people that scammed him out of bogus cancer treatment. Okay, all right. Okay. So Jigsaw the first not be girl picking up, uh, prank phone calls, or he's gonna be killing people tonight with these uh, <laughs> potentially scam or scam likelies. Yeah, when he gets the text, he's like, "Hi, how are you?" And he's like, "Who are you, my new best, best friend?" Twitter reply telling um, him to invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> um he's like i have so much ethereum now <laughs> uh so he t- so the girl takes the 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 wire okay and cuts through her entire leg yes that's there's like these her leg goes tra- flop oh no then she's got to scoop out some good old bone marrow uh, and the bone marrow to has to turn. weigh a certain uh, amount for this other wire before it decapitates her oh so she's on there's a clock there's a clock. Okay. She does it, and it looks like soft serve. The bone marrow oh, looks like soft serve, and that image turn. is seared in my... Hey, you didn't see yeah. it, man. I saw oh. it. Um, and there was some... Like, she doesn't beat the buzzer because they decapitate <laughs> oh, her. God, no. Just the worst, and it was, the worst of all, all the options. So she gets decapitated. Later on, the main villain woman cuts open the girl's body and like uses her intestines as like a rope to like pull a car. Oh Christ, man. Wow. They really, they really went for it. Yeah. I, five stars. I, um, <laughs> I didn't see your letterbox <laughs> review, but I'll have to keep an eye out for it. Did we already talk about watching Halloween? I watched Halloween. I think we text about okay. it. Okay. I, I watched the original it, yeah. Halloween. I also watched Beetlejuice for the first time. I know. What Halloween you'd seen before though. No, right? I'd never seen Halloween or Beetlejuice. Whoa. And I hadn't seen E. T. and very honestly two favorites of mine. I thought Beetlejuice was like such an original and fun plot that I had never thought of before about, you know, like a, a in- incapable couple, dead couple of haunting a home and just not having the tools to do it or the ability to do it. The cucks of the ghost world, if you will, Brandon. <laughs> uh, re- That's like. Did, did you write that in your letterbox? I you should have. No, I didn't. But I really enjoyed it. Uh, Beetlejuice is w- a much worse guy than I thought he would be going into that movie. A l- Not a good a guy. Bit of a, bad guy. Of a sexual creep. <laughs> Tries to marry a sixteen-year-old at one point. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. But is very a very charismatic and uh, huge performance from Michael Keaton, which led me to my mm-hmm. double feature. Uh, Birdman. I watched uh, Michael Keaton's and Birdman immediately following because I was like, I'll keep the. But you've seen Birdman. I saw it when it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a little more melodramatic. Does it hold up? I liked it when it came out. I really enjoyed it when it came out. It was a little more melodramatic than I remembered it being. Um, but it was still enjoyable. It was still definitely a fun movie. Okay. And Emma Stone. So your first Halloween watch. I know Miranda's a huge fan of Halloween. Yes. Um. Boom. I'm trying to do the music, but I'm doing a poor job. Bum 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 bum. What are you doing here, robot? Get out of here, NFL Fox robot. Um, I enjoyed it. It was, uh, I was, I really, the intro is obviously famous for a reason. That's very cool. The like POV yeah. shot of, uh, of Will Michael going in the house, killing his sister. Um, it wasn't as spooky. I, I remember thinking the whole time, man, this isn't that spooky until the very end. And then I was like, oh, this is pretty spooky. Like the final girl, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis moment. Um, I thought that that was really well done and still, still held up as being very creepy. Uh, but I don't think I'm going to watch any of the sequels. I, I did a little research and it seems like the se- it, it falls off pretty hard from there. Falls off pretty hard. Number two is fine. It's sort of like compliments the other one in the hospital, yeah, but it's like, following. it doesn't have the spookiness of the, the home. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other ones are, I've seen all of them. I think at some point I was obsessed when I was a no kid. Way, really? Um, oh yeah. Big fan. Cause they used to run on the, the AMC spooky 
Oh, stuff. It was my favorite time yes. of year. They used to run the they AMC show the re- like, like, horror like, movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they never had the originals. They only had the rights to like five and <laughs> six. Like Jason takes new Manhattan or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> it was that level of stuff. Um, but big fan. The three that came out recently. The Rob Zombie uh, ones? No, the ones after oh. that. The David Gordon Green oh, ones. Oh, the guy that just did the most recent uh, Exorcist movie. Yeah. yeah. Brother. Bad? Brother not. <laughs> the, first, the first one of the bunch is Good. It's okay. Yeah, it's good. The, the other ones are. Oh, no, I, no. I that that makes a lot of sense to me. Aren't they co-written by uh, Danny McBride? Yes, it's that whole crew. That's Same with so the Exorcist one. So strange. Yeah. Did you see? They're just in South Carolina, like popping out these oh, these, these horror, horror movies. Jumps. Are you going to see the new Exorcist? Yeah. No. Are you? Of course not. No. I'm I'm too scared to see no. the original Exorcist. That's a movie that my parents cite as being like the scariest thing they've ever seen, and I've got just no interest. When I was in high school, we watched that. It honestly, that it spooked yeah, me. Yeah, I got. I got spooked. I'm not going to go see that. I do want to see uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street. I want to see the original Freddy movie. Uh, I think. Oh, you've never seen I've it. Never seen it, and I have never seen the oh, original yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. So I think I'm going to the slasher genre. I'm going to take a couple. You know what? I've never seen the original Friday the Thirteenth. Really? No, well, I've seen Nightmare for our Patreon, yeah. Brandon. We'll do a. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Friday the 13th review. A watch. Yeah. A watch what? Uh, okay, so this is not. Um, we're not trying to make a player a bad guy, but what current current player in the playoffs do you think would make the best uh, slasher? Uh, Alex Bregman's the first guy that comes to mind. I don't know okay. why. I think just because of like okay. how synonymous he is with the Houston Trashtros and the cheating scandal. Um, okay, man, but like. Harper is like a huge athlete, which is scary. Like, uh, like. So you think he'd have Michael Myers? That's strength. what I was about to make a reference to. Yeah, like having the athletic ability as a slasher is a huge advantage. You know what I mean? As opposed to being like, I don't know, a yeah. schlub. What's a schlubby slasher like Chucky? How does Chucky do anything, man? That guy's like three feet tall. He's possessed by a, a mystical by a serial force. killer or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Brandon Marsh is the only answer. Oh, wet hair, dry beard. Wet hair, dude, and and. Wethead. That's his name. That's, that's the slasher name. Wethead. Pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. He's got like a baseball bat that's pointed at the end. Like it's like whittled yeah. down to a sharp point. Good. Yeah. And then when he when he swings or whatever, his hair's so wet it like like water like that's splashes good. on the wall. So they know it's him. It's like alien. The walls are it's wet. like alien acid. It totally. Bleeds through. Also, he's, he's, can he say? Can he make uh, really bad baseball puns like Freddie does? Or he's just like, that's a home run, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> is that a pun or is that just him being like Freddy always does Freddie always does name calling which he I does. think is very he, funny Freddie would be very active on uh, on uh, <laughs> X right Freddy's now a problematic individual you'd be prop, he stays killing teens then he's going to people's dreams but Freddie would be on Alex Jones isn't Freddie jo- yeah Freddie would be on Alex Jones he'd be lifting weights and drinking whiskey like Andrew Callahan on Alex Jones yeah um, wasn't his whole thing just like a, a pedophile murdered by the town come back to haunt people's dreams isn't that the Freddie background yeah that's bad that sounds like a bad guy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not good. Not good. Um, so I don't. Also, West <laughs> Brandon Brandon Marsh would never. No, do no, no, no. Like of that. course not. I don't know why. <laughs> Wethead Wethead just kills adults. Wethead kills full grown adults, and he says funny sayings. That's the only thing he has in common with Freddie. Um, I guess who else would be another option? Though? Oh, um, I, I'm adding to the Brandon pun? Marsh okay, lore. All right. Not a pun, but he definitely brings um like tarp with him, oh, okay. like field tarp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To like 
to like wrap up the, the bodies. bodies. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like Wet that. Wethead brings tarp. And actually, his out- outfit is entirely made of tarp. That's fun. I, also, he brings a full baseball field's tarp. So uh, disposing of anybody takes an hour for him to wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually has a full team of guys. Yeah, he's got a ground crew. They're running. Better not, it's the Mets ground say, crew, though. Yeah, I knew it was coming. <laughs> Had to beat you, too. <laughs> um, uh, do you have any spooky movies this year you're going to watch, though? Um, Anything that's on the list before the the holiday hits oh, us some, in a couple weeks? Some new some new spooky movies that um I I think I might see the Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, the new is that Josh Hartnett? No, that's not Josh Hartnett. What Josh McCutcheon? No. <laughs> Josh Hartnett. <laughs> Josh Hutcherson. That's who it is. Josh H- yeah. Hartnett was in Josh, uh, was in Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the whole time I was like, "That's Josh Hartnett." I don't believe that's this. so funny. I didn't even realize it was him until afterwards. How did he? Well, he's back. He's back, baby. He's ba- I mean, there's so many weirdos in that, like weird, unexpected actors and actresses in that movie. Dude, I Benny was Safdie. I was saying that the the Safty going nuts with his Russian accent. The sunscreen. <laughs> nuts. Very funny. Yeah, going nuts. Um, he looking like Frankenstein. A hundred percent. Um. Uh, but my favorite one is how Josh. Pack, yeah, that was what I was going to reference. If someone asks, when they do the test. Who has the first line? Mm-hmm. If there was a f- trivia, yeah. who's the first line after the test? It's Josh Peck's character. Yeah, and his hands just hovering over the button the whole time. He had to just like X spooks, X scared and, and nervous and anxious. Yeah. Honestly. Do you think Christopher Nolan was like, oh, that's the guy from Drake and Josh? I bet Christopher Nolan, though, I was going to say, I bet he's never seen an episode of Drake and Josh, but he famously said one of his favorite movies of all time was Talladega Nights with Will Ferrell. So what do I know? <laughs> you don't know I don't know, know what I haven't released I don't know if I've seen a full episode of Drake and Josh that was like a little after my time when I th- said I'm too cool for Nickelodeon shows mm-hmm. so you're like you're like I like boobies <laughs> I say I only watch boobies in Sports Center. so move over Josh <laughs> Beck um, I do have a funny story for you in regards to acting that I don't think I told you oh, off okay. air so this you'll okay. like this um, so recently someone that we both know recommended me to be in this short film oh exciting and and the short film is a World War One British zombie movie. Okay? okay, it's it's like a it's a pretty short. It's like a proof of concept for a longer piece. Okay, I'd have to play a British soldier who is sixteen. <laughs> okay. uh, I don't know. That's not the funny part, but that is part of it. Um. Anyway, so I go to the wardrobe fitting. The main contact, who knows our mutual yeah. contact says, oh my God, you were so funny in your show. So I know you can do this. And I was like, I never met this person. Yeah. I don't know how she knows. And the person that connected us, she's never been to my show. Yeah. So I'm like, there's no way. Who do they think I am? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, whatever. Do the wardrobe fitting. Everything's fine. Everyone's very nice. Follow-up conversation with her. She goes, well, I'm talking about the British accent because I'm like, I, I was like, I need a, need some guidance on what, because I can't go in there sounding like, you know, Paul McCartney. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, I need to like figure that yeah. out. And she was like, I know you can do it because I saw you in this one festival show. And I was like, what, what the hell? I was like, on? what festival show? And then it clicked for me that there is mutual people that we all know, except her, that had a show. And she's confused me with one of the other oh, taller white no. gentlemen. <laughs> no. I don't know who because I don't look like anyone. Yeah. But there is some confusion. But at this point, it's on her because she's seen me in person and hasn't said anything. No, and you're you're so far in at this point. What are you going to do? I'm too deep. Yeah. I did the wardrobe fitting. Yeah. They have my sizes. You're in. You're in it. And also, the bad thing is there is a British man whose idea this is. Okay. Who 
I'm not going to take this job on it. But yeah, it's his idea originally. So I text him because I was like, what's the accent? And he was like, it's South London. And I was like, to me, that's like, <laughs> yes. if I explain if I explain to a British person, do an Illinois accent, yeah. not a New Jersey accent. You do a Chicago like, accent, not a Boston accent. What are you talking accent? about? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, are you Googling South London, YouTube South London accents? I tried. I tried. But what also, you have like? to keep in mind, this is in 1918 or something. Oh, true. So what does it sound like? Yeah, 100 years ago. What does it sound like then? So I'm panicking. Okay. I first off, you're gonna do fine together. Okay. This is this is the first a British native speaker teaching you how to do a a, a South London accent, dude. This is exactly what you need. South London. Oh no, dude, you're in trouble. South London. <laughs> Oh, cool. I got it. Thank you. Yeah. No, I'm good now. I'll send you this video. Uh, I hope that you can have you can have a better uh, better time deciphering it than I can. But uh, good luck, man. Thank you. <laughs> good luck. Can I hear just like South your, London? South London. Can you do it? I feel like I'm everybody goes South Cockney. London. I feel yeah. like everybody goes Cockney. When I, yeah, I know. But American it's it, there's no way they sounded like that. There's no way they were in the trenches to be like, bollocks, hey. Oh, you want to go? I my gun there. Yeah. You know, that didn't <laughs> yeah, happen. There's no. no way. And I can't go in like that because it's like a serious thing. It's not a funny it's a thing. It's a drama thing. It's a dramatic thing. It's not a. It's, it's more drama leading. Yeah. yeah so. That's very funny. I'm anyway, excited to get up there. The Academy Award is coming it's my not, way. You're about Chief. to be an EGOT, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I get, just for this role, I get an EGOT. Yeah. Uh, baseball like, wasn't on stage. But... EGOT. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be a lot of fun. Um, I think we have some questions, Brandon. Should we get to our little questions? We do, yeah. Do you have the questions? Oh, I got the questions. Uh, just give me a second. I, for whatever reason, exited out of the Twitter. <laughs> I was looking up, I was looking up bets earlier, and then I was uh, shooting the shit with Brandon, so I missed the I missed the questions. But they're so easy, I got them memorized. All right, Brandon. First things first. How excited are you for Killers of the Flower Moon? We made a little reference to this. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's the new Martin Scorsese movie starring Jesse Plemons and Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio that comes out uh, this Friday. This sounds like a promo. October twentieth. Uh, Brandon, tell me tell me about your excitement for it. I am jazzed. I think I might see it on Sunday with a friend. Um, I'm I'm a big Scorsese guy. I recently saw um, After Hours for the first time. Never seen After Hours. Highly recommend okay. for you as well. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan. I love Leo. It's three and a half hours, but I am undeterred by that because I know similar to Oppenheimer, it is going to be worth it. I feel like it goes by in an instance. Right. Um, what's your... What's this your... is also like... No, please. What? I was going to say, what's your preparation was... for a <laughs> For a movie that's three and a half what? hours. No. What's your strategy? You know, Oppenheimer didn't pee once. How about that? I didn't pee once during Oppenheimer either, but I also didn't drink like any liquids for like the three hours approaching the movie. I think I was light on the water before. Yeah. So um, Preparation is, I don't think I'm going to get a snack because I don't want my stomach to be wonky. No gargles. Um, no, no gargles. Um, I think I'm going to have to limit the water a little bit. I'll bring my water bottle, but if I do pee, it's definitely going to be... In the bottle. You got to feel it right. Yeah, it's going to be in the bottle. <laughs> yeah. Hogs out in the theater, you know. That's what I always say. Um, so wait, you mean you feel like you gotta, you got, you're gonna pick the right scene if it's like maybe like a something that doesn't feel especially you, you important. You gamble. I think there was even there was. I think IMDb had a thing that was like this is the part to pee. Right? There, Didn't they? there is a website if it's not IMDb specifically that's like when to pee website or something, and it's like tells you when yes. when's the best time to get up during a movie to go pee. Kind of brilliant, yeah. honestly. I might I might need to look that up uh, for this one. I think what, I, when, are you seeing it? What's your feeling? I am seeing it. So I don't think I'm going to see it this weekend, though, Brandon, because um, okay, my my logic is one football Sundays. Saturday, I have my uh, my fantasy basketball draft. 
Um, and I guess I could see a Friday, but I'm kind of scared of the Swifties, dude. I'm kind of scared of the Swifties at these movie theaters. Oh, so you're waiting for that to clear out. I think I'm gonna let. I think I'll let a couple weeks pass. You think there'll be a stampede? I, th- I no. I'm just worried about the auditory experience. Like I don't want to be like. Oh, you think in next story you might you might be hearing. I might be hearing a, hearing like, a some karaoke. Yeah, happening. we got bad blood. <laughs> I don't want people to be shaking it off next to my screen. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my, I think I'm gonna wait at least a week for it. Uh, Smart. And then, Smart. yeah, I want to go see it on an IMAX screen or something. We're about to get a, a good run of movies. So we got the new Napoleon movie coming out. We got the the mm. Cannes Film. What's it? The Balloon uh, Dior. Is that what the, the Cannes Film Festival Award winner? Triangle of Sadness won oh, it last year. Oh, I don't know. It's called know. Zone of know. Interest. That's... It's like a murder mystery, I think, that comes out this this next month. Or, okay. Yeah, it should be good. Okay. Uh, I said Napoleon already. What's the one I'm missing? I'm not hyped on Napoleon. Gonna be I'm honest. excited for Napoleon. If I want, if I was going to get really? like a Taylor Swift. Oh, you're, you like the history stuff. I like though, history right? stuff. Uh, you know what I'm really excited for, Brandon? Have you been seeing the leaks of Joker 2? Yes, I the have. The musical? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a musical? You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm i whatever on Joker 1. I like that they're going for That's it. That's what I'm two. saying. Joker 1, fine. I don't, I don't feel strongly, especially one way or the other. Uh, Joker 2, the musical? Sign me up. Sign, Sign me, me up. up. Joaquin Phoenix like <laughs> doing a singing in the rain ripoff? Please. Good. Good. I gave you a, a good uh, a good little a musical recommendation before we started recording today. The the uh, Phantom of the Paradise, oh, Brian De Palma. Yes, 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 yes. Seventies movie. Yeah, I got highly recommend. I got to do my. I got to go back and do the De Palma catalog more. That's I feel like that would about. be a good double feature with the Joker one. You know. Ooh, now you're speaking my language. Cool, cool singing. You know. Now you're cool speaking singing. my language. Um. All right, we got one more, two more questions. I believe is that right, Brandon? We had a total mm-hmm. of three two this more. week. Um, also, sorry for psyching everybody out by being like, okay, no, seriously, this time we're recording. This time we're recording. Um, Kim Ang, welcome to Boston. Brandon, we didn't even really touch on the Kim Ang stuff, did we? What, no, what are your feelings on this? I thought it was a, a true embarrassment from the or- organization immediately. Uh, it seems like Bruce Sherman wanted to uh, revamp the scouting and player development process, and Kim Ang thought, wanted to bring her people in. He wanted to bring his people in. Uh, it seems like it's a little bit more complicated than it was initially reported where maybe, um, there was some, I think our friend Peter Pratt and I wouldn't go this far, called it a power trip on Kim Ang's part. (laughs) Um, but I, I, I do think that there was probably, it's probably a little bit more complicated and nuanced than the initial report suggests. But also I think that when you have a good general manager, that's made, uh, kind of, uh, water and from wine, you take something bad and make it good. But I guess that, you know, wine into water, water into wine, water into wine, right? That's what Jesus did. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, I'll, I'll text him after this and we'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I think that you have to, you have to appreciate a general manager that can take our lack of, uh, of payroll and turn that into a playoff yeah. competitive team. Um, so she'll be, yeah, missed. it's definitely, ups- definitely upsetting. Cause realistically the Marlins didn't make the real playoffs for 20 years, Mm-mm. you know, and she was able to turn, turn underachieving team and also a team that didn't have their top two starters in the yeah. stretch run still make a pl- make the playoffs. Yeah. So, very upsetting. Understandable if it is true that he wanted to hire someone above her because she definitely deserved the right 100%. to I agree with that, have that role. And in regards to Boston, to answer the question, mm-hmm. that makes the most sense right now, right? Yeah. I mean, it seems like I don't. It seems like Boston's undesirable uh, for whatever reason. Is it an ownership uh, is, thing? Is the rumors. I think it's the ownership thing. Yeah. Um, the canned Heim Bloom after a couple of years, but I don't know. It seems like it's a. Uh, it seems like she would. 
kind of thrive there. So, I, hey, I would love her to be the GM of the Mets, but I don't think she wanted to be under David Stern. No, no, she'll do. She'll do well. But she is from Queens. Hey, She's from Queens, though. That's true. I think she'll do well wherever she ends up. I'm curious to see where it goes. Um, am disappointed. Am not. It seems like. We can never get out of our own way, Jesus. Can we have something go Marlins right? get Billy Epler. Marlins get Billy Epler. Also, Brandon, I'm on our Twitter account. Our pinned tweet is uh, is from June for our, for our episode five episodes ago. We need to get our shit together. <laughs> um, uh, sorry. Uh, Eric said, are the, are the Diamondbacks the worst team ever to make it to a championship series? Brandon, um, I know you did a little research into this, and I'm curious as to what you Very discovered. light research, and I'm going step further and i'm going teams that won the world series because there were some badass bad teams badass or bad so bad bad bad. it's badass that they won it's bad for the town school for the players um there's and there's two that stuck out and this is more on the modern side so if don't go come screaming at me are the royals one of them royals were one of them that was not my top two that i I pulled um i was uh, reading this um I was re- reading a few different things, and these two teams kept popping up. Uh, this one I pulled directly from Medium, the website. So, you know. Go large uh, Journalistic time, integrity. Um, hey. Uh, 87 Minnesota Twins. World Series champ wow. Minnesota Twins. Wow. This is my favorite stat that Medium pulled. They were on pace to be a 104 lost team on the road. 29 and 52 for the season. Holy shit, man. Yeah, they're if you if you look if you look at their their stats in general, yeah. they're they're five starting pitchers. They have two famous pitchers in Burt Blylevin and Frank Viola. Frank Viola had a pretty great season, seventeen and ten record, two point nine ERA, oh, wow. okay. thirty six games started, um, uh, one fifty nine ERA plus. Uh, yeah, legit, pretty legit. pretty seven strikeouts per nine. Yeah. Uh, Burt Blylevin, who's the famous, uh, is he a Hall of He might be a Hall of yeah, Famer right now. Yeah. Average uh, four ERA, 15 and 12 record. Was this during the playoffs um, or was this during the regular season? This is season. This is regular okay. season. Uh, and the other three guys, baby, they were not, did not have a great year. Oh, I say no. that. Um, Lee Straker, Ma- Mike Smithson, and Joe Necro. Uh, uh, lowest ERA in that bunch is 4.37. God, 1.29 strikeouts per nine, 1.39 strikeouts per nine, 1.2 strikeouts per nine. Um, Oh, God. 1.354 whip, 1.505 whip, 1.661. So average to bad. Average to bad we're looking at here for their other three starters. This this team was not great. They won the World Series. Hey, good for them. Good for Um, you, Twins. Apparently, they turned it on then. Uh, The other one I can think of is the 2006 Cardinals. Mm. Now, the Minnesota Twins record in 87 was 85 and 77. Okay. The 2006, and they won the AL West, by the way. Wow, okay. The 2006 Cardinals, their record was 83 and 78. 83 and 78. 83 and 78. Um, They won the NL Central as well. They beat the... The 83 and 78 record, they won the division. Yeah. Man. Yes. Um, hey, it wasn't far off from uh, from the AL Central this year, right? I guess that's true. Yeah, I mean, kind of far off. But um, they beat the Mets, the powerhouse 2006 Mets, uh, in a Game 7. They beat the Detroit Tigers, powerhouse Detroit Tigers, in five games that year. Oh, man. And then they they they, uh, they they secured it. They secured it with the victories. Yeah, and they had, I mean, they had like a solid... This one I put second because they had some great ball players like Chris Carpenter. Yeah. Adam Wainwright's uh uh he popped that up, up out of nowhere. Pool hosts, Jim Edmonds, Scott Rowland were all 
on the yes, team right here. Yeah, legit guys. Names you know. Legit guys. Names you know. So Diamondbacks, they could win the World Series if they turn it on right now, but they're pretty they're pretty bad. Yeah. They're, they're pretty bad. I, I also think like we said earlier, oh God. Excuse me. Uh I think it'll be similar to um what we said about the Orioles, where it's just like Hey, you maybe got maybe you jumped the gun a little bit here. Let's do a little bit more development. Let's acquire a couple more pieces and, and let's make another run for it next year. So they should be happy. I mean, they were in a really tough division, obviously, too. Yeah, Snakes Nation. They uh, whatever happens in these next few games, chin up, chin kids. up, chin up. Uh, was, I think that was our last question, Brandon. That's all we got. That's all we got. All right. Why don't you tell the people where they can find you? You can follow me at Brando Grosso on Twitter. Where can they follow your ass? Follow my ass. Follow my ass at NLF East Sam on Twitter. Follow the show at NLF East on Twitter. Shoot us an email. NLF at gmail.com. An email address we have not had access to in well over a year. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify. We will uh, read whatever reviews you leave so long as they are uh, appropriate, not inappropriate. Um, what else do we got to plug, Brandon? Do we plug anything else normally? That's it. We might just have two more shows remaining, and then we're gonna. And then we're gonna go to the lab and cook pull something. Pull the curtain. Up. We'll figure it out. Cook something. We'll, we'll figure. It Be out. like uh, Jesse Pinkman and Walter yeah, White. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna cook a little. We're gonna cook a little meth. Brandon. That's what we're gonna cook up. Uh, all right. Anything else before we get out of here, Brandon? Bum bum ba da dum bum. Bye 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 bye. All right. Bye.